Welcome back to the Comprehensive Beatdown. I'm Bloggy Bonilla. And I am Silent G. <laughs> um, let's get the formalities out of the way real quick. Yeah. Uh, make sure you check us out uh, every week. Or every every day, actually. Every day. Check us out every day at dopemedianetwork.com. Find us on Twitter at Comp Beatdown. Right. Uh, find us and like us on Facebook, Comprehensive Beatdown. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, find us on iTunes. You can find us on Satchel Player. You can find us uh, around town. And um, that's that's it. I think that's it. Sweet. You got it. All right. Good job. Knocked it out the park. All right. So, uh, welcome back to another week. This is episode uh, 80-something, right? 88. 88. All right, 88. How about that? It's a nice round number. Yeah, it is. Um, episode 88 of the Conference of Beatdown. Almost to 100. Um, almost to 100. Yeah. So, uh, this week we have uh, an album from a good friend of ours, mm-hmm. um, somebody that I think we both supported. Yeah. Uh, as an artist and as a person, good guy, uh, Alfred Banks. From New, New Orleans. Album, the Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're uh, excited to let you guys take a li- listen to that if you haven't already. And uh, what in the hell are we listening to right now? This is from the new, or this is the self-title, or I'm sorry, this is the title track from the new Cameron Graves album, Planetary right. Prince. Um, the piano player for Kamazi Washington's band. Yeah, if you guys don't know who Cameron Graves is, he is kind of the... Um, kind of the, I don't want to say godfather, but he's really been like the organizing factor in the, the Los Angeles jazz, yeah. new, like new jazz movement, like Thundercat, Kamasi, um, all those guys mm-hmm. kind of come from his his kind of school, uh, James Fontelroy, there's, there's a bunch of people in that kind of conglomerate, Yeah, and he is uh, kind of behind the scenes more, this is his debut album, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's, it's really good man. I think it's Definitely the entire it band from the epic from Kamazi's yeah. album yeah. yeah it's amazing so we don't have time to do the album on we'll the podcast link, so we'll link you up though yeah definitely there'll be links up there for you so check this out Cameron Graves um, so uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, the Alfred Banks album let's see hold on see how this starts off so I, there we go cool alright uh, kind of fade that in Very personal album. Very. We'll go, we'll go into that, of course, throughout the album. Yeah. I'm gathered here today to say goodbye and celebrate the life of Orlandis MacArthur Banks. His family's currently in attendance, and um, they're glad that you're here as well to help them celebrate the life of this great man who worked really hard to bring a smile to the face of anyone and everyone around him. His younger brother, Alfred, is currently here and wants to say a few words about his brother. So, uh, Alfred, you can come on up and say a few words about Orlandis. Tell us what's on your heart. Never thought I had to do this. Here it goes. I feel like I'm alone. Got underdog on my back. My brother all in my mind, the main reason I'm dressing all black. Now I think I'm hearing things, I may be turning schizophrenic. And my people say I'm tripping, but you know that stuff's genetic. Landis, see you in this casket. Never thought you were suffering so much to do something so drastic. But now I'm crying, getting tears all on your jacket. Marines are now handing out mom an American flag. It's enough to break down, but I gotta show and prove. For you, mom, and tonight, cause I got a show to do. I gotta go, but best believe I won't forget you. Though physically you are gone, you are with me forever. I love all of y'all, I gotta run along. I dedicate a song in my monologues. And all the love involved and all the pain is caused. Overcome it all, even though it's hard. And even though he's gone, our love is strong. You shine the dog, you can blind them all. I'm a killer rap game with this pain. I do it from a time it's gone. So this is called the funeral of Orlandis Banks. Um, his brother uh, took his own life not too long ago, or I forget how long ago it was. So this album is uh, a concept album about that. So it's very, uh, it's, it's heavy. There's some lighter moments in the album uh, here and there, but it's a, it's pretty deep um, for sure. 
as uh, you know, as you want it, would expect. Oh yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, it was it was cool seeing him perform a couple of these tracks. You know, he performed uh, one at Offbeat uh, a few months yeah. back when he was there, and um, I think at Indie Music Week as well, yeah. maybe. Yeah, uh, I missed the Indie Music Week. I wasn't there either, but I heard he was playing some new stuff. So. Yeah. But this album's um, it's it's getting a, it's getting some buzz. I mean, well, so he's been kind of buzzing for a, a little while has. now. When I made the description, um, it had been like number eleven on the iTunes hip hop charts, Man, and then yesterday it was seventy nine on the Billboard hundred top wow. hundred chart. That's yeah. awesome. Like like a couple spots above the new Y album, like yeah. some big name people that he yeah. uh, outcharted on release week. Man, that's really awesome. cool. Yeah, that's, that's great. So I don't, you know, we talk about a lot. We both know a whole lot of rappers around the region. And I would, you know, he's right up there with the hardest grinders out of anyone. You know? Oh, yeah. But Absolutely. At the Indie Music Week show, uh, before he performed, I ran over there real quick to check on the stage. He was handing his phone. Or he was, like, taking your phone and opening it up on iTunes so you can pre-order it. You know, I yeah. saw him do that with, like, everyone that he did with me. Yeah, and that's just, it's amazing. Yeah. That's the difference between sitting around and bitching about nobody supporting you and you actually know, going out charting on iTunes yeah. and Billboard. Absolutely. You know? so. Let's see, we'll get into this next song. This is called Vice. Did you ever worry that you were gonna get yeah. this? Thanks. Riding around in this whip got me feeling the way. Hope there's nothing that could come take this, this is Vice away. featuring yeah. uh, SZA, who's a producer on the whole album, or most of the album? I think the whole album. I think most of the album, and it's got a couple of production credits on you know, the track list, so, or a couple of uh, like featuring, so. Yeah. Another New Orleans artist. Yeah. Underdog Central ain't here to just make a profit. It's to give like-minded people a CD of hotness. Uh, I'ma leave my career on a high note. I'm in my lane. We won't crash like a group of rhinos. <laughs> you haven't seen that yet? Nah. -uh. Yeah, that coach kind of snubbed her and she didn't, uh, she didn't take too kindly to it. No television, but I channel all of my aggression into every single thing until I reach total perfection. Should have known to laugh. Yeah. That's the folks from uh, the Cat House show on HBO. Yeah. <laughs> what did it say? Pirate's Booty Hole? Yeah. Yeah, they're opening a brothel since the Raiders are moving to Las Vegas. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> did they not think that was going to happen? Let's, I thought about that yesterday. I was like, there is going to be some new like brothels or something. Yeah, there's going to be some. The pirate's booty. He's going to Chicago. He's getting some show dates around this too. I mean, yeah, him and Chicago. Uh, Marco Pave have a tour. Yeah, that they're working on, or that they have been working on, that they're out on right now. It's, uh, I think, more nationwide than both of them have done before. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Next Thursday, they're doing that show with uh, the Memphis Symphony Orchestra. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be really cool. Yeah. So if you're in Memphis, go check that out. Check out Marco Pave. His album should be out this year, too. I think he's saying. All right, we'll kind of fade in the next song here. The next one is Homewrecker featuring Mega Ram. Uh, why are these people worried about mine? Worry about, worry about, worry about mine. If you're doing you, then you shouldn't mind. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, you 
See, people gon' talk about me all the time. Talk about, talk about me all the time. But if you don't like me, then go stand in line. Go stand in, go stand in, go stand in line. See, I can't be tripping about what they gon' say. What they gon', what they gon', what they gon' say. Especially if it ain't said to my face. Said to my, said to my, said to my face. These people look crazy to think that I'm mad. So, what's your take for the tournament this weekend? I have no idea, man. I have absolutely no idea what to think. I think Gonzaga's the best team, but... Uh, Play South Carolina is going to bust out. They're right. That's right for an upset. I mean, that's like upset city right there. It so. is. Although, a lot of times in this situation, it does figure itself out by the final four. You know, um, I mean, because conventional wisdom says North Carolina versus Gonzaga in yeah. the final. Um, but this has been anything but conventional. <laughs> and. Who's North Carolina playing? Uh, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. I don't see Oregon versus South Carolina, but that could happen. I mean, it's just as likely. Uh, I thought this weekend, this past weekend, was fantastic. There's some great games. I mean, the Saturday night games weren't as good, but it was fun to see Kansas get beat like that, considering yeah. that they were, I thought they were the best team left in the field. Yeah, I mean, I thought they were the best team. So obviously, I picked them to win it. But, um, yeah, I, I just think you know, North Carolina's clicking right now. Yeah. That North Carolina-Kentucky game is one of the best games I've seen in years. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was at your house to watch the first half, and I came home, and yeah. I was sitting here by myself watching it. It was like, when, uh, was it Monk that hit that three-pointer? Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. And then, like, literally, what, like, three seconds later, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. And he had been amazed or whatever. Hey, he had been knocking that shot down all game. Oh, that oh, elbow. Man. Yeah, yeah that elbow 22-footer or whatever, 20-footer. Now, he was right in front of the three-point line. That's yeah, right. He, he was kind of like a foot, back. On, the, foot yeah. on the line. Yeah, when he first shot it, I thought he was like at the the elbow of the key, and then when they did the replay, I was like, oh. No, he was like, actually outside. Yeah. Of the like, well, he had missed a pick, so he had, he had come too high on the pick. So he was really out of position. Yeah. Um, they should have had a layup, actually, in that right. situation, but, but he missed, missed it. it. And so. He, uh, he knocked down the shot to pick up for it. Because they were they were reviewing. They were like, we're going to see if it's a three. I was like, oh, there's no fucking way it's a three. He's way up. And I saw it. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, he was, was way further back. And I thought, yeah, he was very close to the three. But that was awesome. You can't shine in the light, that's when I'm here in the darkness. In the land of the snakes and home of the heartless. Fate was my only accomplice. Hand my this is Mega Ran. is easy like Mega Man 2 with the metal blades when I get away. But it's a challenge when you know you got Mega Ran at all. Yeah, a few times. Yeah, a couple times. Uh huh. I got it and earned. I waited my turn. Watch all these tough guys. I never got scared though. They used to call me a weirdo. I look around. We everywhere though. Call me hero. So I know everyone ain't gonna like everything I create. Mama told me I could be anything that I wanted to be, and I'd never be fake. And I'd never be fake. Who got the universe? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You think? My homie Alfred is killing it. Good job, kid. That high school game. Yeah. To the top, where we about to go. I could hear them asking me, where we about to go. I could tell they want to see, where we about to go. Would you please stop asking me, where we about to go? Buddy crosses you over in the gym. It didn't used to have to be on the Sports Center. Yeah. You know, now yeah. it does. Yeah. And everybody is. Sometimes I wish somebody had. There, there's been some plays I've had that I'm glad we're never on, but I, sometimes some that I wish. Oh, I you can, know we had a camera. You know, I still remember in my head the ones I wish that were, but I've yeah. forgotten about 20 <laughs> times more than that. That uh, we uh, we actually got some. We we used to play dunk ball in my friend's backyard. He had like a. I mean, an NBA-style hoop in the backyard. You know, uh, we'd drop it down to, like, nine foot and play dunk ball, man. And uh, <laughs> we, we recorded some of that stuff, and it's probably for the better for a lot of us that it's you know, no one knows where that thing's at because there's a lot of people getting dunked on. We should send that into ESPN Classic. We should. Yeah. Somebody will show it. They gotta have Betamax. Nice. <laughs> I, this is LSD. LSD. Should we talk about Lupe Fiasco? He is a fiasco. <laughs> um, no, we should. It was funny that video of him with the samurai sword or whatever was 
it's so funny, like the different reactions to it I saw on social media yesterday. Yeah. Because all of us, you know, us and all of our friends were just clowning it. And then I saw people like, man, this man is really awesome and interesting. I was like, God, oh, really? No, I thought not. our take on it was like the, the real take. Yeah. No, but apparently he's not. not. He's a dill hole. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right, though, raps. I'm sorry. Oh, the Leitner shot. Can't go a final, can't go a tournament without that. Is the season. Alright, so here's another question about uh, the Final Four uh, this weekend. If Mississippi State manages to only lose by less than 10, is that still a victory for Mississippi Shit. State? Losing by less than 40, probably. <laughs> Man, I was like, uh, here, and, and Mississippi State is probably the hottest women's basketball team right now. They're good. Um, but they're but, but uh, UConn is, is oh, it, it doesn't a, a even monster. matter. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you just you watch. So I watched the Mississippi State game a little bit, and for most of it, you know, they look good. I mean, they're you know they're they got you know they got different players peaking and everything, which is what you need in the tournament. The coach switched up some of the rotation, yeah. which ended up being pretty genius from what I've seen. Yeah, but then you watch UConn play, man, and from like front to back, like from from you know, and from one to twelve too. Yeah, I mean, it's the, unbelievable. The, the, the twelfth woman on that team is a starter on, oh. a, a lo, on just on the rest every of the Final four yeah. teams, yeah. Yeah. So, um, man, I just, it's just, it's so hard. And I saw, like, one of the players or somebody say something like, we're just, you know, we're we're just glad to make the tournament. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, UConn beat them by 60 in the tournament last year. Yeah. Like, in the second round, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they but beat them 98-38. It's good for, obviously, it's good for State. I mean, you're going to have a lot of a lot of girls, like high school girls and everything. Oh, yeah. Go this is huge there. for in-state recruiting. Yeah. Um, and it is for teams like that, you know. That's how, like, you know, South Carolina is on the other side, and that's how Dawn has built that program. Yeah. They weren't that good, and then they were, and then was able to sign all the, uh, not all of, but a good amount of the, the talent around there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so last night I was um, just laying around uh, doing nothing, and I noticed that the UConn game, I think they're, they're playing Oregon, maybe? I forget who they're playing, but, yeah, they're playing whoever they're playing. And I, I saw that the game was, like, just started. You know, so yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this for a minute because if it's going to be good, it's going to be good maybe in the first quarter. I turned it on. It was four minutes in. And it was already, like, 19 to four, I think, when I turned <laughs> it on. Um, I literally watched, like, two minutes. Yeah. Uh, UConn girl hits a three. They come down. She gets a steal that no one else in the world should have ever gotten. Runs down, scores, and then they're up literally at that point, like, 24 to four or something. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's enough of that. That's, that's it. That's it. No more of that. At some point, though, I wonder if uh, Gino gets bored up there. I mean, I know winning's awesome, and you know, but beating I mean, just to have every such a well-oiled yeah. machine, man. There's an, and I think we've even said this on the podcast, or I have on the podcast, there's no reason for him to do this at all, but I would love to see what he could do with the NBA team. I think that the, the skills would transfer over to the NBA. Absolutely. Um, I, there's, you know, no way to know that for sure, and there's no reason he should do that. He should win 20, shot, you know, 20 titles at UConn. But yeah. where he's at, though, you're the top program in the country. There's nowhere better to go, and you're about to win your 11th, what, 11th 12th title, 11th or 12th yeah. title. And, you know, if you're a really good coach on the men's side, there's always, like, Kansas or Kentucky or something to go to, you know, unless yeah. you're there winning a bunch of titles. And why would you leave Kansas or Kentucky if you were winning 11 titles? I don't know. I just wonder for him if he, like, if it ever gets boring beating every team you play by, like, 40 yeah. points, you know. But, no, if Mississippi State can keep it within 30, I mean, I think they've already won by being in the Final Four, like, yeah. a team like that. First time ever. That's awesome. Michael Jordan replaced the place of a father. So every drop was like a drop of blood from a martyr. 
Alright, so this is Kicks. I forgot to switch into this. If you know Alfred, you know Alfred is all about his sneakers, for sure. When we were at All-Star Weekend, we were walking down Canal looking for somewhere to eat breakfast and yeah. ran into him because he was working his day job down there and uh, ran into him. And he had just played a set at the Jordan pop-up thing. Yeah. And so for doing that, they gave him a pair of the Motorsport 4s. Yeah. I was just so excited. That's awesome. <laughs> and those just came out this weekend or this past weekend yeah, like, so to the public. Like a month and yeah, <laughs> he's had for like five weeks. Um, yeah, that was awesome. He was, I know that that had to been a thrill for him. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure he's listening to this, so shout out Lucky, uh, Lucky Break getting to play the, uh, well, not Lucky, <laughs> you deserved it, but yeah. But one of my students today was wearing Motorsport 4s. I was like, hey, my buddy got a pair of those about five weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go download his oh, album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go buy his album. Yeah. We've all been there. Buying oh, yeah. crazy pairs of kicks. I don't do it so much anymore, but not one crazy point, ones for one sure. One point in my life where it was priority. Yeah. yeah, priority number one, two, and normally three. Right. Well, those motorsports. I saw some YouTube videos today that were still sitting on the shelves. Yeah, the couple. You know, the royal ones came out the week before. Yeah. So I think everybody blew their load on those. You know. And unless you know the story of the Motorsport 4s, which isn't like a big story, you know, but unless yeah. there's like has that that has some kind of meaning to you, then yeah. they're really not that good looking of a 4, you know. I definitely would have worn a pair if someone gave them to me five weeks before they came out. I would have worn them every motherfucking day for those five weeks. But Alfred's the only person I know that bought a pair of those um, Reeboks from Aliens. What were those? The, the, Alien, the Stompers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen him. Venom didn't get a pair of those? I thought Venom got a pair of those. I don't know. He might have. Um, he was talking about it. Yeah. But I know uh, Alfred picked up a pair, which I think is awesome. Um, that shoe didn't mean anything to me because I was never like a fan of the movie or whatever. But um, he said he got it. I was like, that is awesome. I'm glad somebody got a pair of those. Yeah. So UConn and Mississippi State is Friday. I think UConn's already up by 32. <laughs> they won 98 to 38 last year. In the Sweet 16. Like, uh, that is just wrong on so many levels. All right, so this is Uptown, another one featuring SZA. NBA playoffs too. Yeah, the things are starting to starting to heat up a little bit. Yeah. I want to see that San Antonio Boston final. Man, I'd love to see that. San Antonio at this point, or I saw this morning, is the Vegas favorite yeah. right now. It's his hands right now. Yeah. yeah. They're uh, they're really good. Boston, I love watching Boston yeah. play, man. They're uh, they're great, and I mean Cleveland looks terrible, and of course LeBron's gonna step it up. But I don't know if yeah. LeBron like kicking it into gear is gonna get them past even the second round this year. I, I don't think so. Um, I mean it'll of course be the finals of the East before they would run into Washington or Boston, which I think would be the two that could take them out. But I mean, you know, LeBron is good enough to win two or three games out of a series yeah. by himself, but the rest of the team isn't good enough to win another Yeah, game. I, I see what they're doing, you know, with the resting, and Lou seems yeah. to have this plan, but chemistry matters by the time you get to the playoffs. Man. You really can't does. just, like, throw a couple superstars in there and tell them to kick it up a notch. They're going to be off, like, missing passes and shit like that. I, like, I think so. I don't know. They surprised me last year, so there's no telling. I just think there are better teams in the East. Yeah. So. I agree with that. All right, let's go into the next one here called Infinity. 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 Banks. Banks. 
you ever want to make your brain hurt, listen to a recent Joe Rogan podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson, where he explains how some infinities are bigger than others. And it's Neil deGrasse Tyson, so you know it's true. You know? Um, yeah. Make your head hurt, dude. Um, talking about math, I have no clue what he was talking about. Yeah. But to hear him explain it, like, he could tell me anything in that voice, you know? I'd be like, yes, sir, Mr. Tyson, I totally believe you. Makes complete sense. Yeah. To my pea-sized mind. Exactly. Forever. Feel just like forever. Cake. These stacks look like forever. Shopping spree. These bags look like forever. Forever. They hate to see you make it out the ghetto. Can't go back. Can't go back. Alert. So what do you think about this whole Raiders thing? Um, this writing has been on the wall for so long now. I mean, it just everybody but the fans wanted it. Everybody but the fans and the Miami Dolphins, apparently, because yeah. they voted against it. Um, you know, they've been trying to get football in Vegas for ever now. Right. And, and, um, the XFL didn't work out so well. Huh? The XFL yeah. didn't work out so well. No. So, um... I don't know, man. I It's really weird. Uh, the strangest thing to me is they're going to have to play the next two seasons in Oakland still while yeah. they build their stadium. Yeah. That is cold-blooded, man. Yeah, I just – but Raider fans, I think, are hardcore enough that they'll still support oh, yeah, the team, yeah. you know. They'll still support um, Hoping maybe it'll hoping maybe it'll pan out or something. Yeah. I don't know. I just – I hate it, man, because that's, that's one of the, the – that's one of the best fan bases yeah. in sports, you know. And, and they're right, just man. getting good, yeah, you know, again, just, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's lame, but whatever. Rich white men get to do whatever rich white men want to do. Oh, yeah. They know my rep. I'm lifting weights. Life is so good. What more can I say? Life is too good. What more can I say? Turn. I was hoping some of the stuff about Marshawn Lynch uh, coming out of retirement to play for Oakland was going to be true. Did that end up not panning out? I only saw that for like Yeah, a day. I don't know. I don't know if it did. I, you know, it's hard to tell. It's so early in the NFL yeah. season still. We got the draft, what, here in a couple weeks, three weeks, four weeks? April, right? A month yeah. or so? Um, yeah, I don't know. I would love to see him play for – I mean, even if he comes back and plays for a year, just to see him play in Oakland, yeah. man. Um, you know, that he loves that town so much. I think it would be really cool to see him. I think we need him. The world needs him. Absolutely. Nobody hates you, Alfred. Don't be so hard on yourself. If you're this, listening, we don't hate you. This album's got a really good range of stuff on it, though. It that's, does. That was one of my big things listening to it. Oh. I agree. When it first started, and I, you know, kind of knew what it was about, I was like, man, this is gonna be deep and dark, but it's so varied in its styles and yeah, it keeps it, it from just like bogging down and it starts off kind of on that that low you know what i say low note but it starts off in that dark kind of yeah and it lifts it up and then it ends kind of it goes back to you know, it does yeah it's got but it's got a good range of motion in it and um, i think it's very new orleans you know celebration of life after yeah, death kind of thing you know which i think comes through so that's really cool all right which so, uh yeah, it's a, it's a really good album. I'm, I'm really, uh, I had texted the night it, you know, the night I got, you know, the night it came out or whatever after I listened to it. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't normally do those kind of things. <laughs> I don't <laughs> either. I, I, thought, I thought he, you know, he, I, I uh, you know, I saluted him for the project. I thought he did yeah. a really good job with it. Yeah, I was a couple days late listening to it, but I texted him. And for me, just to get a little personal real quick, I had a pretty close friend uh, commit suicide a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So this album, a lot of the songs really hit home to me. And I've actually listened to it a couple times because of that. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely very seldomly text people, that, you know, when I first listened to their album, but that time I definitely did. Um, I will say in a couple songs I've kind of cut to the next song there's some more kind of personal interlude kind of stuff yeah. that I've kind of cut out so I want to leave that to people to listen to um, on their own so yeah. that's why I've kind of cut some of that out so always a reason for everything with you always at least I like to all the madness <laughs> yeah at least like to give that impression for sure so I've listened to a couple really good rap albums 
this past couple weeks since oh, we yeah. recorded. What's that? Um, yeah. Have you listened to the Your Old Droog album? Uh, no. From Detroit? I'm on like a personal kind of, uh, you know, don't listen to that guy kind of thing. Yeah, I listened. I'm about halfway through it. It's pretty good. But the new Porter Ray album, Guy from Seattle, that album's really good. Um, I, I don't know what that is. Came out on, uh, it's not his first album, but it's his first album on Sub Pop. Which is that indie rock label that uh, Shabazz Palaces and The Satisfaction are on? So he's uh, apparently one of the, and I didn't know much about him or anything about him until just a couple weeks ago. But he's on a, he's kind of the king of East Side Seattle, whatever that means, you know. Um, but The Satisfaction and Shabazz are on the album a couple times. It's a really cool yeah. album. It's more straightforward than those two, yeah. uh, but with a cool little trippy edge to it or whatever. So um, I just listened to that on a whim. I actually read the review of it on Pitchfork. And, yeah. Um, so that's called Watercolors by Porter Ray. Um, I know. <laughs> I do check them every week to see if there's anything that I missed. Um, so I got that off of there. Uh, and then I like the Your Old Droog album. That's cool. It's a good uh, Danny Brown verse on one of the songs. Yeah, it is. I, I album's a little too long. But yeah, what do you not like so about it? You don't like it? I just, I just think he's, I don't know. He's certainly, like, you know, out of all the great stuff happening in Detroit right now, he's certainly not even, like, hardly in the discussion, you know. Um, but I saw it reviewed. I think I got it on the email or something. I was like, I'll give that a shot. And I've kind of enjoyed it. And I can't say enough good about the Rick Ross album. I don't feel like fighting with you about that right now, but um, I'll, we'll just leave it at that. Well, we can fight about that, and I'll, I can just bring up the Murz album or something. I like, right. You know, I like the new Murz. I thought the Murz album was cool. I yeah. like the Murz album a lot. Um, man, what a, you know. He's hitting his stride, man. He's hitting his stride in the, on the new strange, label. Strange music stuff. And when I first started listening to him, like you, in what, the late 90s, early 2000s? or yeah, early 97. Yeah. Um, back in the, you know when he was still just straight up living legends, um, I, you couldn't have told you you know I wouldn't have known then that he would end up being one of the most consistent rappers for the next like 20 years. Like his album, he hasn't put out a bad album. He's put out ones I've liked more than others, you know. But just every album is like you can listen to it, like it's fine, you know. Here's here's, here's my thing, my take on Murs, and I don't know if I've talked about this before or not, but like there is not a person, there's there's no rapper that outgrinds Murs. Oh God, no. I mean maybe. Say, you could say that, but he doesn't outgrind them. He might grind as hard, but I remember and I remember seeing Murs, um, being able to do, go to, um, obviously getting to see them with Living Legends back in Colorado. Um, yeah. I think I got, I think I started listening to Murs like 98, 97, 98, somewhere around there. I was in college. I do but, remember um, that. But uh, so getting to see them and stuff, and then. Of course, the guys uh, touring with Living Legends and doing shows and stuff with them, so they didn't get to meet them. Yeah. And anyway, and so I remember being in New York for a, a show at the Beat Factory, at the Knitting Factory. There was like a beat thing with, uh, it was Chops, Ninth Wonder, and a couple other people. And they had some rappers there and everything. And so rappers were kind of rapping. It was like a beat competition and, and stuff, but... Um, Merz was there, but he wasn't performing. And after the show, you walk outside and he's there selling CDs. Oh, yeah. All right. And this is New York, right? I mean, the guy's from, from Los Angeles. Right. So he's in New York at a hip-hop show just because selling CDs outside. Yeah. All right. So you fast forward to, like, L.A., being in L.A. for as long as I was. You saw him everywhere. And then yeah. You get to know him a little bit. And um, he used to always come up to the store and drop off flyers. So he came and dropped his own flyers off. And this is a guy that's arguably one of the most celebrated underground rappers from Los Angeles. Ever. Yeah. Like, or from the West Coast, or really in, in hip-hop in general. Yeah. And um, one of the most, you know, applauded, you know, independent artists. And then, you know, of course, he started the Pay, Pay Dues Festival. Right. Lost like 50 grand yeah. on the first one. And uh, was was smart enough to, to get a business partner and keep it going for a few years and actually make some money off right. of it. Um, but man, you just saw him everywhere, and he always had a smile on his face. He was always happy. He enjoyed. Um, it. He loves what he does. Yeah. you could tell. And um, you know, 
I knew I know a little bit too much about him too. I had a friend that dated him for a while. So. Ah. But uh, but other, I mean, but I mean, regardless of that, I mean, but he was a he was just a grind. You know, I mean, you hate to use the term grind. I hate to use you know that artist grind so much because everybody uses those terms. Right. Hustle, but I mean, he really. Like is as far as I'm concerned the definition of of an independent artist grinding, and um, so it's it's only like you know it's only it's only right that he's on Tech Nine's label. Who in reality he's one of the people that helped catapult Tech Nine to where he's at with right. the paid news festivals, you know. And, and Tech Nine just ended up with more fans ultimately. Oh yeah, I mean he, that, that's he it. Was the one that's that why put, his hustle gets more recognition. Yeah, he was the one that put Tech on the paid door to news festival, yeah. which eventually led to. The Rock the Bell shows right. and him headlining paid dues, and, and which, if you've ever seen a Tech Nine show, he's got one of the one of the most insane live shows yeah. ever. Uh, one of the one of the best live hip hop shows I've ever seen. Yeah. And um, you know, shout out to him. I've been a fan of his since the probably the late '90s, early 2000s too. And you know, he was doing the Wake Up Show freestyles. That's the first time I ever heard him was at Sway and Tech yeah. final. Um, the compilation from the show where he's rapping backwards and in pig latin and stuff yeah and i never yeah i never became a fan of his i never really got into it um i've seen him before and i think he just followed that he wasn't following the same model but it's that same model of you can build up a cult following by having a killer live show absolutely it's like the way grateful dead and fish did it you know he went on like, tour with he met travis in kansas city and so he, he met this businessman in kansas city that liked what he did they ended up getting on tour with ICP and Twisted. I was just about to say, I know ICP and, um, was... opened up for them, and yeah. just the strength of his live performance just won over so many fans wow. that it just kind of... I mean, he, he essentially took over those fan bases. I mean, those, yeah. those people are, you know, I mean, of course you got Juggalos or whatever. Right. I mean... Not a bad group of people is, to be buying your music, though, because no, they'll I mean, support tech the shit out of I mean, just a ton of records yeah. and merch. I remember his merch game was just off the hook, man. Yeah. He had jerseys and shirts. and I mean, everybody could buy something. It was all, like, you know, reasonably priced. He wasn't pricing anybody. You know, it wasn't right. $40 for a T-shirt or something like that. I had an I had an old strange music shirt that was all embroidered. It was the big logo. Uh, this is like 2001. I mean, in the whole it was huge. Oh, the big logo days. It was yeah. a huge logo, but the whole logo was embroidered. I mean, it was, it was heavy on the front. You you were sweating as soon as you put that yeah. sort of thing. Oh. But yeah. So I, I applaud the the new Murs album is called Captain California, and um, I thoroughly enjoy it. It's really good. Yeah. So you guys should definitely check that out. We we aren't going to get a chance to play because there's so much coming out here in the next few weeks. Uh, it's about to be big. We got the new uh, whole. We'll talk about some of it here in a minute. Joey yeah. Badass new album is coming out. Uh, Gorillas have a new co- album coming out. I don't Gorillas. know if you listen to that. Like the stuff that I've heard off that is awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Um, um, it's got like Vince Staples and yeah. Jenny Brown and Dell's on it again. That's A-Log. a good time for them to put an album out. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we got, um, what'd you just say? Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs got a new album coming out. I is mean, that confirmed? Because I saw that. Is um, that the, he's been releasing singles. I haven't okay. seen an actual date, but I'm sure it's coming up soon. It yeah. might not be this Friday. But I heard the new uh, Raekwon album was good. I haven't, uh, I haven't listened to it yet. It's on my queue. I'll probably get to it tonight or tomorrow. Um, but I've Real quick, let me say, it. we're on Bury Me Beautifully now featuring Mickey Fax, and we had the darkest days beforehand. Yeah. We started talking, so I forgot to say that. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so th- we're, we're, uh, we're hitting a nice little stride here finally. Yeah, I think we're going to start hitting weekly again here before too long. Yeah, we'll do what we want. We'll do yeah, what fuck we you do guys. We'll do whatever fuck we want. You guys don't get to tell us what to <laughs> You know, I'm sick and tired uh, of having to answer emails. Why are you only doing the show once, once every couple weeks now? Yeah, um, uh, I think I sent that email. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm bored <laughs> this past Tuesday. Ruth I was like, what the sent fuck? that email last Tuesday. Like, why are you not at the house? Ruth was like, how do you send an email? Can you type something up for me? And I'll hit send. I'll hit send. I just need you to type it for me. I'll dictate it. You just... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Rubus. We do what we want. <laughs> but to bring it full circle, because uh, we kind of started off talking about Alfred Banks' grind, and yeah, I, I think he enjoys it. And uh, there's so many rappers that you know that there's varying degrees of some of the most talented rappers I'm friends with don't do shit. Well, here, here's and then the it, thing. And then um, it pays off for him that way. And then Alfred, and I put Marcel P. Black up there and a few folks like that, work their asses off because they enjoy, they enjoy getting out it. there and doing and that's, it. And you know? that's, uh, we, uh, 
if you follow at Blue Satch on Twitter, he said something the other day where he said, you know, not all rappers are artists. And, right. You know, and somebody else retweeted it on Nicholas Payton retweeted and said, you know, you can say that about just musicians. Uh-huh. And that that's very true when it comes to the hip hop genre. It's like I've always had that distinction, like that line where you separate like rappers from like hip hop artists. Uh-huh. And people always, you know, you'll hear different people say different things about it, but artists, art is something that you work at, something that you right. love, and something that you, it's a, it's a, it's a labor of love, mm-hmm. right? So it's not something you get into just to make money. It's not something right. you get into just, you know, you have a voice, you want it to be heard. Yeah. Of course, you want to be fairly compensated. Every, every artist wants to be compensated Certainly. for their art. Value your time. But, um, but yeah, you can always tell the difference. You can tell the difference because they're able to convey emotion through what they do. Right. Right. So Alfred is able to take us through this kind of roller coaster of emotion on this album because he loves doing what he does. Right. And um, yeah, there are. I mean, there are a lot of artists out there like that. And 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 there's varying degrees of engagement. Sure. As you well. can you That's can get complacent. You can be an artist like you know that just doesn't do anything so you 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 obviously have to have the grind and hustle and the mindset for that because yeah. that's a different kind of mindset if you enjoy it all together if so you when enjoy you enjoy it, it yeah. and you put the grind and the hustle together and you put that all together you normally find you know you get you get something like this it's a rare it's, thing though because yeah. it doesn't happen all the time you no you, you normally get one or the other yeah all right so this is shining star Next to last song on the album. Shining star. Shining. I say, in 09, that's when I came on the set. That I wouldn't last long, it's something I knew they bet. Now when I step out the house, they seeing me as a threat. Proving anything's possible, word to Kevin Garnett. I had several job titles I did on a daily basis. All this work that I put in had me thinking I'm Jamaican. I was reaping the benefits. I could get a <laughs> minute. Catch <laughs> in my crib. And no, I'm not an infant. They saw me come from nothing. I was on this crazy mission. If they ever acted file, I just call them all chicken. I would stay. I was the illest in my state, man. And they threw hella shade, but I ain't tripped because they was great bands. And I just hope they stay fans because any contention's a good kind. And if they keep filling my head up, I'm Pretty much thinking I would fly. Marcel told me be ready to pull my sleeves up. And if well, they shout out to Marcel P. Black. Marcel's been grinding his ass off recently too. Man, he's what he's hit like nine show, nine different yeah, states already this year. Fifteen states this year, and he's already hit nine. Yeah, that's um, awesome. He's kind of been liberated by the airplane. I think this is kind of his first time flying yeah. to a lot of shows. <laughs> I saw him say that the other day. He's like. Uh, plane has really opened up some of this country to me or something. I was like, that's awesome. But yeah, that's an, another uh, friend, artist that um, works as hard or harder than anyone else I know. Absolutely. Sure. And gets to reap the benefits for it. And it's hard not to support somebody like that, even if you, you know, avoid this isn't say anything I support Marcel's music too yeah. but even if you don't necessarily support like if you're not a big fan of an artist they win you over you know they have an ability to win you over just like damn man that guy's just yep you know he's, he's doing his you know doing his thing yep. you know he's, he's always hustling and, and again that's not a I'm not talking about Marcel because I think he knows how I feel about his music but, oh yeah we're big fans over here but uh you know so I, I think that's a big deal man and um yeah. you know and I've worked with artists before that had a great grind, like work ethic, like great live shows and stuff like that. And that stuff means you get lifelong fans out of that. Yep. You know, so even if you end up having to go in five years, work a regular job and you put music on the back burner and you only release an album every four or five years yeah. just because you got to get that creatively out, you still got people that are going to support you and listen to your music. People still checking for and that's you. A, that's yeah. a big, um, and still listening to your music that you got out already. You know, yeah. so that's a that's a big deal. I mean, that, that's um that's something that you, you know a lot of flyby night artists you just don't get. You know, yeah. and I, I you know my my prejudices when it comes to music are, are pretty well documented. I'm way but, more um, forgiving. But um you know I mean that's something that's a big thing to me. Uh, maybe just from the, 
maybe how I've worked in the industry or where I've been at, you know, I kind of, you know, you always want to see that from our artists. You want to see somebody that loves doing what they do right. and uh, is willing to work hard for it. Yeah, and, like, I think there's varying degrees of how hard people, like, work at it, but there's just too many people that start rapping and then are pissed that no one likes them, and that's as far as they go. That's it. You yeah. Know? yeah. You put out, like, an album and, like, if that, an EP in your hometown, and, yeah. and, and you just want to know why nobody and then your next EP Washington's is checking, you know. Yeah. Then your next EP you. is bitching about your hometown because yeah. you made a shitty album that no one listened to. Yeah. And we're the assholes. Awesome. <laughs> All right, so we'll get into Joyful Therapy here in just a second, which is the next. This is the last song in the album. Yeah, so as you can tell, we both really enjoy this album. We're both very happy for the success that um, Alfred seemed for it. Look on the, you know, I'll have the website and everything up where you can order the album, where you can check out the tour dates, um, check out him. And Marco on the River Kings tour. Yeah. Um, no Jack. We couldn't work out a Jackson show, but they are playing at like Delta State, maybe Oxford or something. So they got okay, some cool. good Mississippi yeah. shows. Um, Chicago is this weekend. Is that right? Or tonight even? Might be tonight. Uh, well, by the time you've heard this, they probably already played in Chicago. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, so it's, uh, so check that out. River Kings tour. Because Marco's it's from Memphis, so they're both Mississippi River Kings. And if you enjoyed listening to us talk about this album, please go check it out. It's on Spotify and all that. You can buy it on Bandcamp and iTunes. Um, so you can hear some of the you know, interludes, more personal kind of stuff that I cut out as we went along. I wanted to leave that for people to experience, and uh, we need to cut for a little time as well. But, yeah, check it out. Um, if you... You know, when we play artists that are, I hate to say local, but let's say artists that we're friends with, uh, we definitely encourage you to buy the albums instead of just streaming them. But yeah, this is a great one to buy. I think this is one that people would uh, be happy with themselves for buying. So. I agree. I concur. All right, so this track's coming to an end. I'm going to kind of fade into our last one here. We have one bonus track this week. I think we couldn't allow the uh, we couldn't allow ourselves to record an episode and not not have it right and not talk about this because it kind of set the world on fire last week or the the hip hop world, whatever that means. Yeah, so here. I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll lead us into this on was it Friday morning or Thursday morning? Um, Kendrick Lamar. I would have been th- deleted like all his pictures off of Instagram and just put a picture of the number room or Roman number rumor? No. Roman <laughs> Roman numeral. I like four. that wordplay there. That was and good. And so, um, of course, uh, his new album is going to be his fourth album. Right. And then this song is actually the heart part four, which, if you know, this is kind of a long running series that he uses to kind of promote when new music right. is dropping. Right. And so um, this album, this song drops, and like, yeah, I mean, it kind of caught everybody. You know, nobody knew it was coming. Yeah, it's like they 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 put that post up in the morning, and then this dropped that night. That night, this, that was Thursday morning. That the yeah. pictures changed, and then late that night, yeah, the, yeah the not too late. It was like ten or eleven. Like ten or eleven. I happened to still be awake because um, I couldn't yeah. sleep that night, so I did. I listened to it at like midnight that yeah. night, I guess. Yeah, and it starts off cool, and then he goes into he goes into a rant, basically, yeah. which is Kendrick Kendrick kind of style of rapping. I Especially mean, when he's, he's prepping you for a new album. Yeah, for I mean, sure. He's, he's he's asserting his uh, position within the uh, yeah. the rap genre, and because of that, of course, our culture that we live in immediately starts trying to pick out every little thing yeah, that who's talking dissing. about. And I think we talk about this the other day as like. 
he's it's like rap used to be you dissed everyone yeah. it's like the new nba where everyone's like friends yeah. it's like that's no, not how I mean, it was no it wasn't you were better than everyone and if yeah. you didn't think you were better than everyone you shouldn't have gone out there and played yeah. and in this case so he's like who's he dissing is he dissing so and so and so and so he's like no he's just reminding everyone that he's better than them yeah. i mean even on that big sean song a couple a year or two ago or whatever it was he mentioned all those rappers names yeah. and none of them really came after him. you can pick out a couple things yeah. people like it yeah. sounded like they might have come after him. and they know better than that yeah. they know better than to come after him even after he said that he said big sean's name on that big sean track yeah. and big sean has a couple things he said but it's not like he made a diss track like going yeah, after I mean, kendrick yeah. he knows better than that and that's what kendrick's just reminding everyone it's like remember when i put out you know to pimp a butterfly a couple years ago and everyone in the world liked it and no yeah. one was fucking with it i'm about to do that again yeah and this, you guys can ready. all fuck off yeah and he tells everybody at the end you've got it until april 7th to get your shit together <laughs> Man. So, uh, you know, but he doesn't say that that's when the album's dropping. No. He just says. You got till April 7th. You, know, you got till April 7th, just so you're aware. But, I, you know, the track list is leaked, and if it's for real, it yeah. looks pretty vicious. I was hoping there'd be a Big Sean feature, just because that'd be hilarious after all the talk yeah, about, you know, the diss or whatever. But um, definitely glad to see Drake not on there. I was afraid that it was going to be, like, Drake on there. But looks pretty solid. Yeah. You got, what, Q-Tip, Kanye. Uh, three stacks, Anna Wise. Who, Anderson if you don't Pac. know, who, if you don't, yeah, Anderson yeah. Pac, If you don't know who Anna Wise is, definitely check her out. Yeah. She's like a indie pop singer. Yeah, uh, she put a really—I can't remember the name of the album. She put a really good album out last year. Um, you should definitely check out. As I looked at that list a bunch yesterday, I was thinking about who would be cool to be on there. Yeah, because um, I was thinking of all the people I'm glad that weren't on there. You know, but. Um, the first thing that popped in my head yesterday was uh, Jamiroquai because it's like so much oh, yeah. like heat about that new album. It's yeah. like how ill would have a Jamiroquai Kendrick Lamar song yeah. been on this it's album? Freaking awesome. Yeah, but yeah, take a look at it. You can Google it and see the track list. But yeah, um, so that's the other album that uh, I guess will drop April seventh. Yeah. Nobody's one hundred percent sure. You guys will know when we know, probably. Yeah, and there's a the new Joey Badass album comes out April yeah. seventh, which will be great for us because that'll be bringing it back to the first album. Yeah. We did. First episode, yeah. Yeah, so well, we should we should hold that off for 90, so that'll be episode one, yeah. 90, for Joey Badass. But I know we've been talking, so check out the Kendrick Lamar Heart, the Heart Part 4. Most listeners of our show, I'm sure, have heard it before. Um, yeah, it's, it's everywhere at this point. Yeah, so check that out. It's uh, You can listen to it on iTunes uh, or uh, Apple Music, for sure, and yeah. it's on uh, YouTube and shit like that. So, yeah, check that out. Well, thanks again for hanging out with us. Um, we will be back uh, either next week or the week after. We do what the fuck we want. Um, we'll see what you guys say, and then we'll do we, the opposite. We'll <laughs> <laughs> um, holler at us when you see us after this weekend. We'll have T-shirts. Um, yeah, we'll, we uh, uh, made sure to get some. We're just doing some promos to hand out, so we got some for our uh, biggest fans and whatnot, so you know who you are. Um, yeah, you know by biggest you are, fans, we mean the seven of you that listen um, yeah. on a regular basis. Uh, All seven of you get T-shirts. And my, and, my, and my dad and mom, they get shirts too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, if you see yeah, us. I'm kind of we'll leaving you up to the you're, – you're kind of the ambassador for the T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, yeah. Get ri- I'll get drunk one night and give them away to people I don't even know. Perfect. Um, I'm, in fact, most of you who are listening probably won't even get a shirt. <laughs> it depends on, like, if I see you before you I go to the to, bar you'll next. To, you'll have to wait to the second go-around. Right. It's like uh, on the back, this is the uh, – Garrett gave them all the way at the bar edition <laughs> so this is edition <laughs> two he'll say it on the back it'll be awesome um yeah but if you you know we'll have some shirts everybody thanks for hanging out uh you know uh dope media network on itunes satchel media player or satchel podcast player um find us on facebook conference of beat down comedy down on twitter conference of beat down at gmail um you know where to find us check out the pitch podcast and the roguish gin and token talk and all of our good buddies that do stuff um and i guess that's it you got anything else to add there no you pretty much said a mouthful i did I, my mouth hurts now um i'd said too much uh so you gotta do some uh <laughs> alphabet <laughs> aerobics that's it um, <laughs> all right so yeah we will see you soon um and i guess that's it uh, we're kind of prince of beat down peace peace